GoBirds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Shore Park, Shame Seltzer with you. As we sit in the studio, I am dead freaking tired, but the birds are 4 0, was it? It was not pretty. It was like way more stressful than that freaking needed to be. Jane looked pretty damn good. He did. And they're 4 0. How you feeling, buddy? How are so- things? You look fly. I mean, I get that. Like I wore a suit today. It, it, I had to do it. it yeah. It's it works. Yeah. I'll so, tell you, it works. He, here, here's what my initial thought was after the game. So the game's over. I'm down. I'm I'm in the bottom bowl of the link. I'm walking through. Darius Slay's walking up the field. He's celebrating with fans. Nick Sirianni's in like the tunnel. He's with his family. His kind of kids are running around. I look in the locker room as I walk by. Jalen Hurts is celebrating with Jason Kelsey. Kind of you know giving everybody high fives. The music's playing. I walk out after the locker room, the press conferences, and we park our cars as media members in kind of the same lot where the family parks their cars. So, no big deal to you. Yeah, no big deal to me. So the families are celebrating and like sunny outside. It's beautiful. And I was just thinking, like, what an awesome time to be an Eagle. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're Nick Sirianni, if you're Jalen Hurts, if you're even Eli Ricks, if you're, you know, uh, like Jack Driscoll. What an awesome time to be part of the Eagles. Like, uh, even just to work at the Eagles, to be an Eagles fan, to live in Philadelphia. Like, this team just they just win all the time. Like, we'll get into the, the you know, the nuance of the game, where they played well and where they didn't. But just think on, a on like, a macro scale drink, what mm-hmm. happened today. Jake Elliott kicked a game-winning field goal in overtime to move the Eagles to 4-0 against a team in the division on a sunny day in a sold-out link. Like, that's awesome. Like, like if, if you... If you can't enjoy this win, 
then I don't know what to tell you. Like, if you can't enjoy what's going on at the Eagles right now, yeah, we can all look here and go, the defense needs to be better. We'll talk about that. Um, the, 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 the penalties are bad. Absolutely. But when you're listening to this pod, whether it's on a Sunday night or whether you're driving into work on Monday, don't let the, the moments of poor playing the game override like what we're living through right now. Jalen Hurts is 22-3 and in his last 25 starts. He's 21-1, and I believe, in his last 22 starts. Nick, you're right, A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts, since they became teammates, they've lost two games together. Like, what we're living through, and I hate to always open the pod like this, but it, it, there will be years when we're doing this pod, and it won't be like this. And there will be years where they, they drop to 2-3. and three. And there will be years where they lose these games in overtime. What, what this team is doing right now, like, it's... It's just amazing, and the vibes around the team are great. I think Sirianni's done a great job building the culture. I have some thoughts on Jalen Hurts from being in his press conference, but I think everybody listening to this pod, you know, should feel very happy and like proud of what is happening with this team right now. Yeah, it's something they've never done before. This is the first time in the history of the Eagles they've started back-to-back years four and zero ever. Yeah, never done it before. Like there well, you go. So. Jack just said um, on the postgame show, this is the first team to start 4-0 since losing the Super Bowl since, like, 98. Yeah, again, like, they've done uh, – uh, look, it hasn't looked as pretty as people want it, but they've done everything that could be asked of them in terms of winning the football games that they have in front of them and a division game, all that kind of stuff. I thought they'd romp today. They didn't. There's a lot that I was frustrated mm-hmm. with. But ultimately, again, and I said this last pod, you can't sit there last year and be like, well, they haven't been tested. What are they going to do in close games? All that. And this year, they're they're being tested. They're yeah. having to fight to win some games. They're having to make plays to win games. Well, they're games. having to score late and, to and win games. And they're doing it. And again, Jalen was freaking awesome today. I think one of his best days ever, just in terms of throwing the ball and nothing else. Like, some of those throws, the accuracy, the timing, like, was as good as he's ever looked. And I think, you know, everyone complaining like crazy over the last... I know after game, you know, the, the win over Tampa, people starting to feel a little better. And look, Tampa... Beat the crap out of yeah. New Orleans today. Um, you know, people were starting to feel a little better, but you know, everyone kept having the oh, Jalen. You know, he does he doesn't look right. He looks uncomfortable and stuff. Well, guess what? Like, I know there were other problems today, but Jalen looked freaking right. He looked freaking awesome. Like, he was the best player the on the football game. field today in terms of passing. And one other thing, real quick, like to your point, you initially made. Like, I think, and it's a little hokey or whatever, but I think this quote from Jalen after the game it stuck out to me. He said. I think tension and pressure build character. We needed a game like this for us. I think a win like this does so much for the spirit of a team because winning is not easy. Winning is hard. And I know they always do winning is not easy and hard thing, but I think about talking about the spirit of the team, having to fight, having to battle adversity in a game setting, having to come back after that devastating touchdown they scored at the last second. Like, I, I do think that we can overlook that when we complain about everything else. Well, the funny thing is Jalen goes, you know, winning's not easy. I'm like, bro, you're 22 and 3. I know. All you do is win. You're 21 and you 1. You're like three minutes away from winning the Super Bowl. You're one of seven quarterbacks in the history of football to go 21 and 1 over a stretch of right. games. Like, well, I mean, the other thing Jalen said that that stood out to me was um, he was asked kind of about, it was probably within this answer, uh, of like the pressure of the game. And he was like, all my life has been pressure football and it's true like texas alabama oklahoma nfl like all, all i know every game is not high pressure in the way that in the final few minutes it's overtime and all those things but i don't think jalen gets shaken in high pressure moments for sure um look you saw the super bowl well yeah and, and one thing we saw today was you know last year a concern of mine and it i even though they lost the super bowl i think they answered the bell in the Super Bowl in a lot of ways. Like, if this team could go shot for shot with it when they needed mm-hmm. to. 
And today, look, you shouldn't have to go shot for shot against Sam Howell. Nope. But they needed a game-winning yep. drive at the end, yep. and they got it. Uh, I will say, and this and is going to be funny. And look, if you throw the first, you can't throw the first half out because you got to be ready to play and all that. But like, whether it was the one o'clock start, whatever, they just didn't. They had that nice first drive, but they just didn't look right that first half. You know, from the second half on, the offense was awesome. Well, it was funny. I think it was Black Gritty that said this at Go Birds how, on the Go Bird Show. Like how they've played really weird, and it'll be good for them to be back at one o'clock on a Sunday. The last time Jalen Hurts woke up in Philadelphia that, yeah. and played a game at one o'clock in Philadelphia was three hundred and thirty years ago. It's, it's, like this it's, it's isn't normal. Days, for, like, days. Yeah, yeah. Not years would be tough. Be like the Dak. It's thing. almost a year though. That's the point. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. So like they're not used to playing at one o'clock. But regardless, they did start slow. You know that that can't happen. But I think it was it was good to see them at the end go down the field and score when they needed to when they needed to do it. It's funny to say this for me coming from Mr. Throw the Ball, and ultimately I'm okay with it. Like, you put the ball in Jalen's hands, you you have A.J. Devontae. You have Goddard, who, like, you're not using. So. No, but that, that throw and catch to Goddard on, was awesome, like, but like, was maybe the best throw of the day. And it was there an awesome a ton throw, of great yeah. throws and a great catch, a great play. If I was Goddard, I would, I would not be happy. It's a topic but, for another yeah, day. But he got but. paid at least. Like, no, you he know, did. It's like, he did, but. And look, he wants to win. I think that's something that you see with this team. You know, we've talked a lot about with the Phillies and, how about just the fact to your point about the beginning? How excited is with the the Eagles? I mean, this the we have for two years in a row the the Phillies are starting a playoff run. What we have the an undefeated. undefeated yeah. like, I mean, think about that. The Eagles that's, can just be an afterthought. Crazy. It really is. Yeah. So, but but you know, we've seen with the Phillies with the Brandon Marsh Rojas thing, where Marsh has moved to left, where he's celebrated for Ross, where he's given up his spot, all that stuff. Like, and that's like camaraderie and team team like all culture and all that stuff. And you know, I, I think that that's. You know, hopefully, what you what you see with this group and what we have seen with this group. Yeah. So, to circle all the way back really quickly, like I'm okay with throwing it in that spot, and they scored a touchdown. It was important. It is kind of funny though that the team that is so good at controlling the clock, yeah, and just so good that, at yeah. running the ball, gave them back the ball with a minute and thirty six yeah. to go. Like you could have, well, and then the taunting I don't want to penalty say easily, and the whole thing penalty was really bad, which was a weak penalty. But I guess that's the rule, and, and AJ knew better, and he said it, and it's on him. But, like, all he did was put the ball on the ground in front of the guy. It's like, come yeah. on, man. Like, what are we doing? Like, NFL I mean, really— t- I agree with you. It's a dumb it's rule. It's the rule you should have known better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flatline. I'm just saying, as the NFL, like, can we have a little fun? Like, really? I, I don't disagree. But I agree. It's AJ's in the wrong, and he knew it, and there's no excuses. I'm just saying it's so dumb. So, while everything we've said is true, think about this. If the if Washington does the right thing and they just and go for, for two, two, oh yeah, who knows? They probably lose today. Like, I don't. I don't think they stop him on that two point conversion. I, I mean, at that point, who knows? Who knows? It like, felt who like knows, Sam Howell, but, it felt like Sam Howell was unstoppable well, at that point. Did you see Ron Rivera's reasoning for why he didn't do it? No. It is maybe. All right, look. Like I get you make decisions for a lot of reasons. I think this is maybe the worst reasoning I could have possibly heard. He said he thought his guys looked tired. That's great. I'm like, bro, it's the fourth game of the season. Yeah. Like you guys are tired. Like. I'll call it to kill time or something. Like, you, you, this is your chance to win the game in Philadelphia against the Eagles. So, I thought not going for two was, frankly, the Eagles were lucky they didn't do it. I think they would have would have gotten it. But, yeah, I mean, we'll start with positive before we get to all the well, defense. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, let's start with the positive, and then we'll get to defense, some of the pass pockets. But, but just from a positive perspective, I think, you know, the three people, and we'll get to defensively, I, you know, Who'd have thunk Nicholas Morrow would have the game of his career? Three sacks, um, leading three the team sacks, in sacks, like ten probably, sackles. Right? Yeah. yeah, unbelievable. But but I think when you Can't look at the Eagles cut him. offensive side of the ball, <laughs> uh, offensive side of the ball, um, you know, I think Jalen, AJ, and and I know it uh, didn't have a ton of rushing numbers, but I mean DeAndre Swift. Like I think you look at those three and you're like, wow. I mean, all three of those guys looked special. Yeah, today. yeah. I mean, 
They have guys that make special plays. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that's what helps them ultimately is like they cannot play well and then like boom, AJ Brown takes the ball like totally. 70 yards for a touchdown. Totally. Boom, Devontae makes a catch. And I that catch. Wow. Yeah. That was a beautiful like, you catch. You know, so they they this is the benefit of having elite talent. Yep. It's just like you don't have to play great. Because Goddard cannot be involved the whole game and make and that makes a great, great catch. Great diving yeah. catch. Um so Jalen, because you've you talked about him. I want to try to like get my piece. Yeah, on yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So I understand that. When you're ranking the best quarterbacks in franchise history, McNabb still has to be number one. Just like I, I get it, but I'm I'm just saying from my perspective, sitting in his press conference today, like listening to him talk, thinking of what he's accomplished. If the, if I was starting a team and I had to pick any quarterback in franchise history, I would pick Jalen Hurts. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, you know, and look, you know, I'm a Foles guy. I winning a championship matters to me. I don't think there's a question. I like again. I mean, it's, it's Jalen or McNabb. If he like, stays healthy, maybe Jaylen, Vic. You if could he argue stays healthy, Jalen Hurts will go down as the greatest quarterback in this year's franchise. Like he's, that's it. Like, I mean, I think if he wins the Super Bowl this year, he is. Uh, you know, how I feel. Yeah, I'm already like, willing to say it's Foles because he won the freaking Super Bowl. Right. So yeah, I'm with you. But he would have been and, to, been to more than McNabb. And like, again, like for for him to start the season a little rusty, which we've seen getting new looks and all that, and you know, we see him. Figuring it out, man. Mm-hmm. And we see, like, again, and, and just from an accuracy perspective, because that is something that has been an issue this season. I mean, other than a couple throws today, I mean, it was so impressive. Get a lot of really nice throws. Like, really tight yeah. window. Again, that Goddard one, maybe top among in terms of tight windows. Well, but he like, had a really nice play, too, where I forget when it was, but they got pressure on him. He avoids it, steps up, and, and you know, runs. I think it was for 21 well, that yards. Well, that was the next thing I was because yeah. that, like, that's the one thing if you want to look at where his game, now that he's had a really nice throwing day and, you know, the the runs haven't been there. And, and the defense is playing it that way. You know, he'll get out, and they're telling him go down. He's clearly going out. Anytime there's someone there, right. you know, boom. But that was was the first, like, real special run we've seen from this season, and yeah. they needed it in that spot. And I think that what made the run special to me was not only do you get the yards, you avoid the sack. Exactly. Like, like oh, that, the that's, whole thing. Really, yeah. that's yeah. really what you oh, want massive. is a quarterback that's not going to take negative yardage. Um, thought they started slow. I didn't really think it was on Jalen. Like, I was de- – no, the, this I thought some of my the pass friends. blocking was really bad early my on. My lotto was bad early on. My lotto was bad, on. and just in general, and obviously when they lost Jurgens, um, which, uh, you know, it hurt. Like they, that, He was that in was a walking a, boot Yeah, afterwards. which is not great. So. Uh, yeah, I would be surprised if he plays against the Rams. Like, yeah, usually possible, walking boot is not I mean, Nicobe is in a walking look, boot, and he, he went on Theoretically, you, you hope he's back for Miami if you had to choose, right? You know? Yeah, I thought Sua was okay, but obviously he's that's fine. just watching it the first time yeah. through. I mean, um, but yeah, no, I, I think like... Over the last two weeks, Jalen's been really good. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what you want to see. They're passing the ball better. I definitely think the offense is improving. Um, and you know, I'll say it again: like when they play when they play poorly against the Patriots, but they're one and zero, then you can go like, all right, they didn't play great. Week two, like whatever. But to go to four and zero, I would just really encourage people to enjoy it. And then you can be worried, and then you can talk about the things, but. I mean, there was a game-winning field goal. They're going to be one of two teams. It's going to be yeah. them and the Niners, and the Niners—they're pulling away, but they've struggled at times. There's only today, like and look, and the Nick, Niners. Nick said after the game, like thirty teams will trade places with. Them. Absolutely, yeah. they are—they are going to be one of two undefeated teams in football again. I know a better opponent than Eagles face, but the undefeated Dolphins coming off seventy points, lost by twenty-eight points or whatever today. Yeah, you know, so like let let perspective. Yeah. You know? And to the point where, again, Elliot was right. This was a harder start to the season than I expected. And it was harder for them to come back. And to your point, they we should have known they weren't going to look like firing on all cylinders right from the jump. That's hard. Mm-hmm. And I think watching them battle, watching them win games, like, yes, last year was different. They just mauled teams and they were just great and all that. And they had some tough ones throughout. But it was really like kind of smooth sailing. Yeah. 
this year, maybe this is good. Maybe it's good that they're being battle-hardened and toughened and tested before they have these tougher games on the schedule as long as they're winning Well, them. and so, like, when we get to the defense, this will be why. I don't think this team is as good as last year's team right now. Like, they could end up being better, but right now I don't think they're as good. But I do think this team has a tougher task. No doubt. You know, like, oh, without a doubt. They have to, even just the task of coming back after exactly, last year. Exactly, right. But then also the schedule is harder. Yep. <laughs> Boom, it's on. And two new coordinators. Like, that's yeah. tough. Yeah. So let's get to the defense because I think we've gone long enough. And, and I don't think, you know, outside of nothing really. I mean, Jake Elliott, what a freaking stud. Like, what a freaking yeah. stud. Just well, he, yeah, we, I, was, always I was talking about Hurts. Like, like, Jake Elliott's the best kicker in franchise history. Without a doubt. He's, he's ahead of Akers. Dude, uh, yeah. no doubt. He's a higher he percentage. The big, and he hit like, the biggest kicks in this year. Like, he that kick in the Super Bowl kicks. is the biggest yeah. kick in this year franchise. The, the one to make it eight. Like, What's the biggest Jake Elliott kick? The one, the one to make it eight in the Super Bowl, the 46 or 48 yard longest. No, no, I'm sorry, Bowl. I misspoke. What, what's oh, the biggest Akers? David Akers kick? Um, he had a few playoff ones like that, 4 and 26 game. Yeah, yeah, that one, right. But like, you're right. It doesn't stick out. We're with the 61 yarders, right. uh, plural for him. This yeah. is a 53 yarder, like no bar 54 yarder win it. Like, he is awesome. All right, that's the good. And again, 4 0. AJ Brown. Is the good. And also. AJ, we mentioned before, AJ, and De- AJ was amazing today and always there when you needed a play. And, De- and again, DeAndre Swift is just like, do you Pops think do you think AJ's kind of sideline thing? Do you think they're just working to get him the ball now? I mean, I, don't he's got care. A ton I mean, of if targets. they are, so it's working. No, I, today it looked like he was just open all the time. Like you yeah. know, it just felt like they couldn't cover him today. Well, then, I, what he said like. after the game. I I believe it was Emmanuel Forbes. Like they put one, him one on one with AJ a bunch. Yeah, and dude, it was like AJ just matchup. felt it wasn't like Jalen was forcing the ball. It right. felt like he was open a lot. Um, all right, let's get to the defense because you know. That was bad. It was I bad. I mean, that was, for them, uh, you know, it was bad throughout for them to make Sam. And again, Sam Howell, you know, credit, dude. Like, I, I got to give you credit. Like, that guy played well. He, he played better nice than I, he, he looked better today than I thought he had it in him, especially after what he looked like last week and all that. Well, part of that. And, and also credit <laughs> Derek Biennemi. I think they did a great job calling up a scheme with the quick throws and kind of getting the ball out of his hands and getting confidence and all that stuff. I think they did a great job. And, look, McLaurin always seems to kill us. Like, it just happens. Yes, yeah, so he's a tough matchup. He's tough, man. He's good. But, I mean, in the end, for them to have as much success as they did and then ultimately, obviously, like, that last drive was disgraceful. Like, one of the worst defensive drives I remember in recent history as an Eagles fan in terms of, like, a moment and a drive and allowing them to score right. again. Like, like, a disaster. And look, we're not going to be those guys. I thought the refs were abysmal today. Like, I actually thought they were a disaster. I thought they had some bad calls on both sides. I thought it hurt the Eagles more. I don't think it's the reason the game... Eagles won or lost the game or whatever, but they were legit bad, and they did help Washington out a, a lot on that drive and at times throughout there. But like, like it's unacceptable. Like it is unacceptable to allow that drive to end up in a touchdown. Unacceptable. Um, and to your point from before, like they probably deserve to lose if Washington goes for it. I think you're right. Like I think they I mean, make it. They probably make it. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's just my fan and me being like, oh, they're probably gonna make it. Like you know. So like, two. Also, like, what do we think of the AJ taunting penalty? That that was. A massive play. Oh, it was a huge mistake. If they lose him. this game, oh, and then on like him. they're not the one seed, it's on him. like that, that's a and massive it's a, play. Uh, you cannot, you can't do that. So, not trying to make this a Gannon thing, and I'm going to defend Desai, but this is kind of what I was talking about with Gannon, where it's like he didn't really get lit up like bad mm-hmm. against bad quarterbacks. I know they lost to Tyler, Taylor Heineke last year, but last year the offense turned over four times, and Washington basically just controlled the clock. Today was not a control the clock game. Washington was moving that ball up and down the field. Uh, against against the Eagles, and I, I don't think it's on Desai. Ultimately, like 
I'm not seeing things out there. Like, guys are wide open, but I thought this side had a nice call today where he sent Moreau on a blitz that I thought uh, worked yeah, well. Yeah, it was a great play. Yep. So, and I think that's one difference between him and Gannon he's for what creative, it's worth. He's been creative and he's done stuff, you know, but, from a but, creativity, uh, aggressiveness. Right, but, but, like... Yeah. You can't you can't give up thirty one points to Sam Howell. Like, like and, I don't you, know, and like, you can't give up that drive. And you can't give up like, that, that drive. drive. So like, it's that drive. it's it's unacceptable, um, unacceptable from that standpoint. Like and while while we can talk about the teams improving and the offense the offense is improving, like the defensive secondary injuries, whatever you want to say, like they've not been good enough this mm-hmm. year. They they were good against Tampa Bay, but outside of that, they were bad against the Patriots. They were bad yep. against the Vikings, and now they've been bad against. Uh, and look at those quarterbacks: Mac Jones, Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. Sam Halleck. Those are yep. not three quarterbacks that should and be look, lighting you I up. Look, I think, and I think, but I think the secondary, especially, like, there were guys wide open. It felt like at yes, times. They, like that Brown play, whatever that big third down conversion. Those guys were like wide open at yeah. times. So I, I do think you know, and look, I think to the decide point today wasn't a good day for him. We said the same thing with Brian Johnson. First time calling plays, at least here. I know he's called one year, but his first time with this person, I'm going to give him time. And I think he's been good the first three weeks. So I'm totally, you know, I'm not freaking out or not super upset. But I, You think Desai has been good the first I, weeks? I it, think he's been good okay, the first three weeks, but I think he wasn't good today. You know, I I, not, I don't think he was horrible. And I agree with you. Ultimately, I think I blame the players more in, in most spots. Um, and look, again, I, I got to give credit to Eric Biennemi. I really do. I think, he, I think that was a really smart game plan. So know? my concern with this defense is... And this might be true for other defenses, to be fair. But with this defense, if they don't win at the line of scrimmage yeah, like, they're right in away, trouble. they're, they're in, in a trouble. lot of trouble. Yeah, like, I mean, thank God Moreau and, and Cunningham have been, like, good players yeah, for them. But even in, Because they, they've been necessary because the ball gets past and, the, you I was going to say, for what it's worth, like, they've been really good attacking the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, I, I, where, I will, where, I will, where I will defend Desai is, I think this is a personnel problem. Terrell Edmonds is not good. He's, he, I no, like no, 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 no. Yeah. Can, we, can we rephrase? Terrell Edmonds is bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, he had two of the worst plays in the game today. I like the signing. I was wrong. He's he yeah. is not he is not good. Um, Replaying they, they chip's okay. I he's a little over-aggressive, but I think he's a solid player. Like, and that play at the end, obviously. Was big. Like, massive. A little I lucky, would, but uh, yeah. But yeah, but you know what? It was a play. It was good he coverage. Play. He was yeah, there. Yeah. He pushed him out. You know? um, Josh Job. I think could have a bright future. Not yeah, that good right now. No, and not good enough. But he he flashed like that one play he made was like a really nice play. But you're right. He's yeah. He's not there. They I, just I, 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 un, undrafted guy from last year doesn't play much NFL football. Right. No, no, almost cursed. You know, no bleep. There's just a lot of times where and it wasn't today because he didn't play. But there's times where I look out on the field and I'm like, out there right now they have Nicholas Moreau, Justin Evans, Zach Cunningham, Josh Job, like. Well, Re- Justin Evans Re- isn't playing, and it's like, oh no, right? What do Reed we do? Blankenship, like they just don't have good players in the set. Like I don't in know the how to put it in the back seven. They just don't have players that would start on other teams. Last year, you can make an argument well, every Maddox, starter. The on Ma- the- that's why the Max injury kills. and Maddox really hurts because when you have those three corners, it kind of makes up for some of those deficiencies. Right. It feels like, and as soon as you start to drop off from that, the holes feel bigger. Last year, I think you can make an argument that almost every starter on the Eagles could could start on another team, or at least like would be playing a lot of snaps. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case. Now, to this be year. fair, that is the case for most teams, it and is. that's no, what happens when you pay a quarterback. And that's I don't like, think it's the quarterback. Like that, no, I just think that's what happens when you when you have good players and you have to pay them. It's a quarterback and AJ Brown and all that stuff. Like you're going to have spots where you can't afford to pay guys, and you and a, a team that doesn't prioritize those positions, you're going to have later round picks, undrafted guys, and whatever. Yeah. And you hope for the best, or you hit on some, don't hit on others. Whatever it is, like that's a philosophical thing with the Eagles. But like we, uh, the Chiefs team that won the Super Bowl last year, like. That defense didn't have studs at every position. They were a really good defense, they, though. They, but they were a good defense that yeah. made plays. Like as long as your defense has enough talent and can make some plays, get a big sack, force a big turnover, yeah. all that, 
you can win with that. Like, you're going to give up points in the NFL these days. Like, that's that's okay. And I think this team can win shootouts. But Clearly, they won one I today. Have, yeah, but I have no confidence that this defense will be able to hold, like, a big the Dolphins, the Chiefs, the Bills, no, the Niners. Not like, yet. The Eagles are going to have to win those games I mean, in the high It's all going to come down to the, the offensive line versus the— Like, again, if the Eagles D-line, which, again, they are talented enough, and Hassan Reddick, shout out, we getting a sack today. Nice to see, pal. Yeah. Um, I know, he's not been good enough. I, I, even today, like, I didn't think— No, yeah. I agree. I yeah. don't think anyone was. You know, Jalen Carter had moments. Jalen uh, probably uh, had his— in terms of just feel of an impact, and quick Jalen Carter thought. Real quick, just let me finish the yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah. In that, I do think that that, and I I expect like they're not going to be great. They were awesome in the Tampa Bay game that D line. They, they were. were awesome. Yeah. I think that that is there, and the point being that you know this defensive line does have the ability to take over games, which can make up for other stuff. Definitely, but you know when they don't. And if you're going to pick one unit on the team to be really on the defense to be really good, you're going to pick the defensive line. Yep. So all right, and your thought on the Jalen Carter thing? So before the draft, or before the Eagles drafted him, the whole thing was he's not you know efforts an issue like whatever. That dude hustles. Yeah. Like there are a lot really of does. times where I agree with you. he's four or five yards down the field where other defense linemen are not there. Like he runs to the ball. He tries to make plays on the ball. So while I didn't think he had a game where there was like four or five plays where you go like, wow, look at Jalen Carter. He plays hard and it's impressive. So, but yeah, overall, like just, I mean, unacceptable from the defense. Like it's, it's a game where you leave and you go. Yeah, I don't feel I don't feel Again, good about how this that, defense. That, that last drive is the most unacceptable defensive Eagles drive in recent memory. Yeah, I mean me. since like, probably the twenty twenty one whatever you know, like, sometime in that season. Yeah, like that. Was, I guess you could. There were, I'm sure there were times last year, but like yeah, the Super Bowl. I'm sure you know, but right. like but like in terms of just pure unacceptable in the situation, the game to allow those things to happen was like a, a travesty. Well, like, the question though is the question for you is like what do they do? And look, they were on the field a lot at the end. They were tired. Like, I but get that's all their time. fault too. What do they do? I think Howie has to be looking into making a move on the back end. Like, I was kind of out on Buda Baker. I might be in on Buda. I've now. been on him, you know, the whole time. No, the like, issue is the. Yeah, the price Cardinal, and all that Well, the Cardinals are a little more competitive. Yeah, a little feisty. Now, they'll but probably like, be they'll one do what three, they can. But... They know where they are, organizationally speaking. But, look, I, I think you need to try and upgrade it. Don't just sit back and, and say, all right, well, it is what it is. And, look, I do think that, you know, I think there is upside in certain guys. Again, I think Reed Blankenship can be a good football player in this league. I know he's got some flaws, but, you know, he makes some plays. I'm fine and, with Blankenship. Yeah. I, I think Blankenship is and, a good starting Zach Cunningham's been really good yeah. after week one where he stung. Then Moreau, like, who knows? But he's been good. Like, he, today he was good at least. I don't know. Right. But he's fine. Like, my point being that, like, I think, I don't think it's a lost cause, but I think you should be trying to upgrade. So, I think the second safety spot might be a lost cause. Mm-hmm. I, I do agree with you that, like, Look, yeah, the, the, the Justin Evans, linebacker, uh, Terrell, yeah. all these guys. I'm not yeah. sitting here go saying make a change at linebacker no, I agree or a trade you. at linebacker. Especially Nicobe coming back, but who knows? The second linebacker, the second safety spot, I think is a major yeah, issue. Yeah, go get a like, safety. Justin Evans, and it doesn't have to be Buddha, because again, it's the whole thing with well, if you go get Buddha, then like Sydney and Blankenship, Sydney Brown and Reed Blankenship, one of them's blocked long term. Yeah, and Sydney Brown was but, like, hurt sorry, today, like, and people thought he played really well in that last game, the the snaps he got right. in the secondary, so in the time of game. Yeah, so. I just. It doesn't have to be Buddha, but I do believe that is the one. And look, you've done this problem me for a long time. I'm not into like trade for big, defense. Yeah, I know, trust but, me, but buddy. Like, I know. I think you need somebody. You need. And I think the point you made a few minutes ago is a good one. Um, like they're not going to be a defense this year that's going to hold the Chiefs to like 17 points. It's just unless they get lucky. Exactly. But Buddha is somebody that can make one game changing exactly. play. Exactly. That's and my point. Justin Evans is not that guy. No. Edmonds is Edmonds dropped an interception today. Yeah. Um, 
Now, look, Sydney. Who knows? He could develop. I think he has potential. But this year, he's not that guy. Yeah, they you need can't, someone. You don't have to count on him to be that guy. right. Because though, 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 that Chiefs defense did have rookies who made big plays in that Super right. Bowl, and and guys who could develop over the season, and maybe like Sydney Brown is talented enough, or maybe yeah. could work himself. But you know, you don't want to count on that. That's not something you can project and count on. So I do think maybe this will be a good thing for us to like ask ourselves after every game. Like, if they play the Chiefs, Niners, Bills, Dolphins today, like, do they win? Probably not. Right, like, the way they played today, no. Defensively, yeah. probably not. And, no, no. And, I think the offense, like if they they need to get more consistent converting in the red zone, the, and I think the offense, what parts of what we saw today could beat those teams. But so, uh, as you know, my wife plays fantasy football. She's super into it. She drafted Jake Elliott and then traded him before the season, and obviously it's been a disaster because Jake Elliott. Mm-hmm. But like, it really says something that. Losing, he's like, been that important. Yeah, yet. like I, it, like Jake's awesome, and the offense looked good. I mean, he's been like, one of their, there are like, too many Jake no Elliott kicks this Dude, year. he's been one of their most important players. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're yeah. right. No, so, no, and agree. And look, I think she also that's, got the, her, that's which is the counterpoint. Yeah, well. that's yeah. the counterpoint to the way we have in the show and the general vibe, which we believe. It, you know, they are 4-0 and coming off the Super Bowl, first time someone's done that since 90, all that stuff. Like, it's impressive. It is. But at the same time, like, they, we can also acknowledge that they do not look like a team that is – uh, the best team in football right now, you know. So like, but they're they, not far off. But they're not, and that's the point. They've so I don't know much who talent. Looks like the best. And team, again, honestly. I think the point you can say is is probably the Niners. Like it just in terms of, but again, who have they really like? Yeah, I, I think there's on, a, the, you know, the, and you know how I feel about this. The Eagles deserve yeah. number one at NFC until, until they lose. But regardless of that, like I think that I mean they have the, we know they have the talent to beat or play with anyone or whatever. And again, I, I they have not played close to their A game, and they're four and zero. You know, well, so. And I, I do think that needs to be remembered, but I I think it's also fair to say, like, hey, they have things to work on, or to your point, the the second safety spot. Like, there are things you'd be like, all right, this is, like, a real concern that we need to figure out. But, again, we're it's not a quarter of the way through the season anymore, but almost, like we talked yeah. about. But, like, through a quarter of the way through the season, they are 4-0. and They're 4-0, and and they have all the talent in the world. You so know? if they were playing the Niners next week, I would pick them to beat the Niners. I would, too. I, I, I think the Niners would probably be favored, though, is my but, point. Um... On a neutral in Philly? Field. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. I think they probably would be. I think it would be like a point. But yeah, I think it might be two and a half, one and a half. I, I think like the only game I might pick this team to lose would, would be, be like the Chiefs. Uh, dude, there's something about going to Dallas that still terrifies me. I get it. Just seeing what Dak does there in well, that secondary, that's just like because I haven't been there yet. Yeah, it's a good point. By the it way, people, people come up to me today, so they're excited. To go. Uh, I'm so, so excited. It's yeah. gonna be awesome. Yeah, we're going to Dallas. Fans we're of Philly, go, go. We'll go talk make more it about happen. that later in the week, and we'll dive more into everything, obviously, and. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Um, the, the last thing I had in my notes and then, and, uh, whatever else you got, um, and I have a, a, a Eagles really have final thought, um, too, that, uh, uh, is something that I was just thinking about. It's like, it's so dumb at this point, but, um, uh, no, actually I got, that's everything I have in my notes. Like, I don't really have anything. I, like, again, I think the main thing is they are four now. Um, it hasn't been perfect, but. I do. I do lean more towards the. I'm happy that they're four. I feel good about them being four zero than I am like ah like I'm concerned about this. This yeah. Time. And I was thinking about this driving to the studio before I picked you up. Like they'll go to Kansas City. They'll play the Chiefs, and maybe they'll win that game. But like for me this year, 
it it's it's each week is about if they look good enough to beat the the great teams, but also if if they get the one seed, that that's a massive deal. So ultimately, just it's about just stacking, stacking wins. These we wins talked up, about last year. You know, like it's fun to talk about if we think because of a we hypothetical know game. Enough to 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 in a winner take all game beat anybody. Yeah, like, I, all they have to do is show up for one. I don't day. think anybody's coming into Philadelphia and beating the Eagles. I, I'm the with playoffs. you. So if they can beat the one seed, they'll be in the Super Bowl, and then you know we'll see from there. But last year going into the Super Bowl, I know I picked the Eagles, and I'm happy I did. But you know, like ultimately, you I were, was you honestly, I was like, like I think if you had. If there have been no vibes and no nothing yeah, else, but, you probably, like, true stickler to yes. what you believed, you probably would have picked the Chiefs. I don't feel that way about any other team, like, like this year. Like, I think if, if the Super Bowl was next week and the Eagles were playing any team, I think I would still pick yeah. them. Yeah, I'm with you. And again, because it comes back to the point where they just, they find ways well, to Well, what win. you said, like, they're, they're not, they don't look like the best team, like. I know you just said that, but like I don't know if that's true. No, like, I just mean they haven't looked like the best team. I'm not I, saying I don't they don't have they, it. I, I think they might look like the best. Well, team. yeah, I mean, look, they're one of only two that yeah, won I mean, their they're games. Four and oh, yeah, like, I know. The, I know. It's so it's so funny. It's like people will we there will be people tomorrow who's like more excited about Dallas because they beat the crap out of the Pats and the Eagles struggled, even though Dallas lost to Arizona and the Eagles right. didn't have that letdown. Right. Like, but like it's such a ridiculous. Well, and this thing. is We're such prisoners of the most recent thing we see, and it, you know, yeah, and I love media. doing that to an we extent. We all do, but it's like you know, you have but to. But this have is what we. This is what we kind of said, and it'll be a theme through the whole season. Yeah, right? You're right. Like, it's always going to be hard to get back. The to sequels that. never as you fun. Did. Like it just. I don't know what to tell you. Like the You've team, been on point with a lot of your the, calls like that. The team real. is not as good as they were last year, but they're still an unbelievable— Like, if there was any other year of Eagles football, we would be like, this team's special. Totally. Like, if this was happening in— Again, Elliot, any it's year the seventh the, time in their history they've, they've opened 4-0. It's right. like, you know, we don't have that many years where we can even feel, be undefeated. Right, like, if this season wasn't happening after last season, we'd be like, oh my God, this team's going to win yeah, it all. Yeah, I know. Like, this, I know. This, the year in 2017— like, oh, magic, eh? Who, like, we'd be like, they— they found a yeah, way exactly. to win that game Jake today. Elliot, sixty-one yeah. yard field goal. We'd be like, "What a magical moment!" But they they pulled it out. Yeah, this team's they, special. When they beat the Giants that year, that it was you know such a great point. And now Jake Elliott does, and it's like, well, actually, the defense wasn't. Good. Yeah, it's such a great point, dude. No, I really, I'm with you. I think it's a really, really great point. Yeah. All right. Um, did you have anything else in the game? Um, and obviously, we'll be back later in the week to. I mean, Jalen uh, was yeah, react awesome. more. Look ahead um, to the LA game. Obviously, I do want to talk later in the week later. about like. I think like the. AJ getting the ball all the time thing. Yeah, I want to talk about that. That's fine. Is a bit of a yeah. Look, it's hard to complain about today when he went nine for one seventy five and two touchdowns. No, I'm not saying it's a. I'm just curious for the locker room dynamics. I think it's an interesting thing to dive into. Also, Uh, actually, this will be my final thought. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Did you see the Jake Elliott chicken little stuff? I told it to you actually in the locker room in the elevator. Oh uh, wait, no wait. Okay, so no, you didn't. We talked about something else. Oh no, I that was Zangier. Yeah, I'm I think, sorry. yeah, yeah. You told me about something else. All right, so, else. so Devontae Smith. This is unbelievable. Devontae Smith is talking about Jake Elliott and goes like, "Chicken Little, man, he can do it all." And the reporter goes like, "Like, what do you mean, Chicken Little? Because that's what I call Jake Elliott, Chicken J- Chicken Little." And he's like, "Why?" And he goes, "Because he looks like Chicken Little." <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then they ask Jake Elliott. This is a Kemsky I mean, tweet. I can see it a little bit. I can see it. So. Yeah. So this is a Jimmy Kemsky tweet. So I wasn't there. I'm sure he said it in a good-natured way. But they asked Jake Elliott, like, uh, what do you think of the Chicken Little nickname? And he goes, I don't like it. That's hilarious. <laughs> but also it's just funny. Devontae's like, yeah, I call him Chicken Little. He can do anything. And it's like, but. That's kind of a weird, yeah. It's not like an analogy. It's not like saying, you know, end, like, Chicken I call little him the giant killer because, Like, I guess in the end, Chicken Little, like, wins the day, I'm guessing. I, so, but Chicken Little's nervous the whole time. Yeah, isn't he? Like, isn't the whole disguise I'm assuming he falling? comes through in the end, you know? But, like, I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, I would guess. I so maybe that's why. 
I mean, Devontae <laughs> saw it and it stuck with him. I think it's came. strictly because he thinks he looks like chicken. Little. I agree. It's hilarious. Well, it's funny you brought that because my final thought was also about Jake Elliott, but more a general thought about kickers. And I was so confident about it that I wrote this down before Jake Elliott kicked the— Dude, I, I, there was no doubt in my mind he was making the game winner. No, no, not the game winner. That, that, okay. not, the kick before that, the uh, whatever his last big one was, to, to, to give him a, th- uh, a seven-point okay. whatever it was. I don't remember. Either, that yeah. one before, either way, like— can we stop icing the kicker? I agree with that. It never works anymore. I agree with like this. It's, it was a thing for a moment. Like whatever. It's enough. Dumb. Yeah, I enough. Agree with that. It's just annoying. It I never agree. freaking works. It never works. Like enough already. I agree. It's dumb. Thank you. It's yeah. dumb, right? Like actually, I'll say this. I think that's way worth it. Way worse than the touch push. Thank you. Way worse. We're wasting everyone's time. It's Elliot, a complete waste of time. Like I'm bowing yeah. to Elliot right now. Yeah. You can't see it, but I'm bowing. Dude. The tush push thing is like what? A, what did you? I mean, no, we're, we're, we we're, do this a bunch of crybabies. We'll do it later in the week, but a bunch of crybabies and them, them calling that penalty on. It's like, come on, it was dude. bad. They line up like that I, all the honestly, time. Honestly, I think that's that and the, the way and they'll the end it. grounding call, like they never call that. I like, agree, that was also like, that, a bad like call. it. It definitely again. I don't want to. Whatever. The I blame the Eagles for having penalties today more than I blame the refs. Like the Eagles did not play tight enough football. A lot of them were on them, but man, some of those calls were like. I mean, dude, like, it's this, the end of the pod. Earmuffs, one, two, three. Some fucking bullshit, man. That's dude, all there I'm was, say. There was, if that's intentional grounding, then Patrick Mahomes intentionally grounded in the Super Bowl. Then, he threw then it out people, of the end, so. I've seen him a yeah. zillion times. It's never been called. Like, it was yeah. crazy. Like, I agree. So, anyway, that's where I'm at. Yeah. All right. It'll be nice to have a normal week, by the way. Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah. obviously, the Phillies Other and the Sixers the are the bad. Phillies. Yeah. But, like, just from an Eagles perspective, they'll play Sunday to Sunday for the first time all year. They'll, yeah, you're they'll right. They'll play on a Sunday. Yeah, they'll have a great practice point. Wednesday, Thursday, no, Friday. That's a great point. Maybe and for travel, them, but... their internal clock, because it'll be one o'clock, it'll be like four o'clock out there. Right. So they'll but play one yeah. here. Versus so Rams, feel, yeah. No, it'll be one o'clock out there, four here. Never mind. Anyway, uh, I'm tired. Yeah. Um, that's all I got. It's a good time. I'll, I'll recap it. Good time to be in Philadelphia. With it people. is. I think everyone yeah. should end this pod feeling happy. And the happy. Bills, like again, like we're we we have a four and team again. While the Phillies are about to start their playoff yeah, running look, and like that's freaking awesome, man. I love talking about the team and I love thing, how they can be better. And I'll sure I'll be at WIP this week talking about like how they can improve. But if there's one message from the Gobers pod, it's like walk around with a smile on your face. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Like the team's four and oh. You're one of two teams in the entire you NFL can't enjoy this. of it's gonna, all of them who can say my team's on. If you can't enjoy this, there's gonna be a lot of seasons. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How are you an Eagles? You much be, much harder. You must be new at this. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll be back later in the week. For now, until then, he's Adam James. Hey Flyers fans, it's Al Morgani here. I want to tell you about my new Flyers podcast, South Philly Sauce, along with Ashlyn Sullivan. We break down the ins and outs of the team while also bringing you the best interviews with players, coaches, and media members. You can hear the new episode every week, twice a week, on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts.